the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Pat Vitucci, program guests and Craig Roberts are not affiliated with Proxy Freedom LLC or United Planners Financial Services unless otherwise noted on the show. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom is not liable for any third-party content. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Advisory services offered through Proxy Freedom LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Proxy Freedom and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, Pat Fatucci, with over 30 years experience in the world of finance and investment planning, with special emphasis on retirement planning. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. My special guest, really good friend for many, many years, Wayne Potter's with me in studio today. Wayne is the Senior Case Design Specialist here at Proxy. Wayne, welcome to the show. Thanks, Pat. Good to be here. Wayne, you've been in, in this industry for a long time. We're seeing some really unusual markets. Here we are approaching the end of the year. This year is a little bit different. We really want to take the time today to talk about some year-end planning issues. Yeah, it's a little early, but guess what? Thanksgiving's around the corner, Christmas season, right after that. And we get so caught up in all the excitement and fun and festivities that we kind of put on the back burner financial issues, which are really critically important. Let's talk about just a few of them, Wayne. Is it too early to start talking about tax loss trading and capital gain harvesting? Coming up on the end of the year, as you said, there are a number of things that we like to look at. And one of the primary areas is this issue of taking a look at our taxable portfolios for our clients. And we want to pay close attention to the portfolio and assess how the capital gains and losses are given current dynamics. Markets have been up and down. And generally speaking, the returns this year have been positive overall. But that doesn't mean there aren't little pockets of losses embedded within our clients' portfolios that could very well justify some what we call tax loss trading. So we don't just look at the overall gains and losses in a portfolio. Instead, we kind of dig down and we look at individual positions, things that might be trading at a loss, even though the overall portfolio is still up. So if there are losses or even undesirable positions, things that we might want to get rid of from an investment allocation standpoint, uh, now is a great time to consider selling those positions and capturing that loss, even though it isn't uh, the end of the year yet. Capital gain harvesting to offset losses and, and also take a look at the overall tax bracket. If our clients are in a low tax bracket, uh, and that, that is less than 41675 for a single tax filer and 83350 for a joint filer, 
they actually don't pay any capital gains tax on investments if they're held for more than a year. And those are income numbers, correct? That's right. Those are income numbers. So the, those are the low, lowest income tax brackets from a capital gains tax standpoint. So a lot of people don't understand that they could actually sell something at a gain and pay no tax on it in effect because they're in the zero capital gains bracket. And it's also important to make sure you understand the difference between long-term gains and losses and short-term gains and losses. So it it really should involve our our tax uh, professionals in this uh, environment as well. It's kind of a tricky area, so you don't want to do this at home. As a reminder, we are not tax specialists at our firm. We highly encourage our listeners to go to see their tax professionals for tax advice. So, Wayne, the other issue that we always coach our clients is to maximize our retirement contribution. So if you've been under contributing for the first 10 months or so and you have some excess cash, you can call your HR department and say, "Okay, for the next two months or so, take out this much more. So I approach more that maximum contribution. How important is that? Well, it could be very important from a tax saving standpoint. And so our clients who are still working and contributing to a 401k plan, let's say, always encourage uh, the first place people save money is in their retirement plan. So if they have a 401k individual in this 2023 can contribute up to $22,500 in their 401k as a deductible contribution. And 6500 if you don't have a 401k, you just have an IRA account. And if you're over the age of 50, you can also take advantage of an additional catch-up contribution for a 401k account that's 7500 So your total could actually be $30,000 contributed to your plan in 2023. And uh, there's an additional catch-up of $1,000 for IRA contributions. So that's $7,500 for an IRA a 403B, a thrift savings account, uh, and so forth. It's actually 3500 if you have a simple IRA. So there's a lot of acronyms. There's a lot of uh, different rules and regulations. And so we want to um, you know, make sure we have the account lined up with the proper deduction amount. So again, don't try this at home without some help. It's funny you mentioned it. We had a listener called this past week, and they are going to take zero income for the next two months and they put their contribution at 100% and did the arithmetic. By doing that, they're going to hit those maximums. And wow, will their taxable income tax issue drop dramatically? And then, of course, January 2nd, they go back to HR and say, put me back to my normal contribution rate, whatever it is, 5 or 10%. But it's a great opportunity to reduce your taxable income for 2023. I might also mention that if you don't have an employer retirement plan, there are some tax advantage options that we can help set up for clients and uh, uh, contribute as much as possible to lower your taxable income. Yeah, self-employed people have, have even more liberties to save some serious taxes. But in many cases, you've got to set up that shell account before the end of the year. In many cases, you can fund it through tax filing day, April 15th, or if you extend till October. So lots of flexibility if you are self-employed. Wayne, talk to our audience about those who are retired, required minimum distributions. The ages have changed over the last couple of years. used to be 70 and a half. Now it's 72. 
can be a little confusing, but failure to take your required minimums could be pretty serious penalties, can't they? Well, it really can be. In fact, if you don't take your required minimum distributions, you can be penalized up to uh, 50% of what you should have taken, plus the tax on the money when you do withdraw. So we want to avoid that. Uh, What we do here is we keep a list of all of our clients who have reached uh, the magic age, which, as you mentioned, keeps changing and it's going to keep changing for the next few years, as a matter of fact. And we want to make sure they're taking at least their required minimum distributions. Now, if they've inherited an IRA, that's a special situation. And those have to be calculated separately from the traditional IRA accounts. And if you have a retirement plan like a 401k, those have to be taken separately as well and calculated separately. If you have IRA accounts, traditional IRA accounts, those can be aggregated if you have more than one custodian. But if you have um, 401k monies uh, still in a 401k plan, that has to be done separately. So again, don't try this at home. It used to be pretty simple, but follow the requirement distribution rules for you based on your age. As a reminder, we are not tax specialists. We highly encourage our listeners to go to see their tax professionals for tax advice. Wayne, the other issue we see continually, people don't review their financial plan. Here we are in October. It's been a very contentious year. We've got inflation issues. We've got debt issues. We've got a couple of wars going on. How important is it to lay out your financial plan, look at it, and maybe come in and chat with us about, are you on the roadmap to where you want to be, or do you need to take some a left turn or a right turn based on what we've seen in the recent past? You know, we think October is the perfect time to do that kind of evaluation, just to see where you are on track, kind of a sanity check, if you will. And in fact, those of us in the industry uh, refer to October and think of October as financial planning month. Now, I haven't seen any Hallmark cards about that, but one of the things that we want to make sure that our clients have is contingency plan. And one of the great things that we can do in terms of planning is to ask, well, what happens if something happens to uh, interrupt your financial stability, like a job loss or medical bills or major repairs that need to happen on on your home, or there could be a hundred different things that could come up. Having a liquidity bucket in place is real important. Anywhere from six months to even two years worth of expenses might be needed, depending on the facts and circumstances. And, you know, especially with short-term cash interest rates being so high, this is a great time to have some cash on hand invested properly and getting the best interest rate just in case. It's also a great time to be kind of evaluating where you are in terms of insurance and risk management tools, whether that's health insurance, life insurance, disability, and so forth, to make sure your coverages are adequate. And so it's important, we think, to have a total comprehensive plan, not only about the good things that can happen in the market and investment world, but the bad things that can happen to derail even the best financial plan. With me in studio today, Mr. Wayne Potter. Wayne is a senior case design specialist. Any questions for Wayne, give us a call at one plan wise That's one 888 Wayne, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great to be here. Well, now that fall has finally arrived, time to take care of a little bit of uh, fall housekeeping items. We always talk about spring cleaning. Why not some fall preparation as we take a look at our fall financial to-do list? Pat, you know, 
time will slip away from us pretty quickly here before you know it's Thanksgiving, then it's Christmas. And so appropriate, perhaps, to talk about some important things that we need to be doing right now. Time seems to slip away. As you mentioned, we get really busy, and before you know it, it's January 2nd. So let's let's run through some of these items. I think these are important items, not fun things to address, Craig, but if we don't do it, guess what? It doesn't get done, so we've got to show a little initiative Number one, the whole thing about your health insurance, Craig, it's a real can of worms. It is getting more and more difficult. The costs are out of control. And I'm real nervous about when it gets to be free. That's when it's really going to be of concern to me because unless the election changes that pretty radically, we're going to see a radical change in how we have access to health insurance. So we've got to look at, if you have an open enrollment opportunity as an employee, you've got to look at what you want to do. Look at your options. There's typically an open enrollment period at your place of work that really needs to uh, address what plan works best for you. Sometimes just increasing deductible size, Craig, can reduce your premium fairly dramatically, but be very cautious. I personally went to change my deductible and raise it fairly high to a high level. It was recommended by my carrier. It would have a serious negative effect. So while some things historically may have made sense, like raising your deductible to reduce premium size, it has a negative effect. But of course, the bottom line here is while annually the company will come and say, okay, time to renew your health insurance plan. We typically sign real quick and move on. This time around, important to give that some pretty close scrutiny, as you point out. Toward that end too, Pat, before we leave this topic, if folks set up the flexible spending account, particularly if they anticipate a lot of ongoing out-of-pocket health care expenses, this is a good way to shelter some of that money from additional taxes. Yeah, in some cases, the flexible spending accounts, there is an option to perhaps waive a specific coverage. Let's say, for example, you and your spouse are employed and you both have superlative health coverage. One waives the health coverage, but you can use those dollars in a flexible way and perhaps get child care or dental or vision or something else, which from a family point of view would pick up a nice level of coverage. So certainly look at all those options and you may find yourself double covered. And guess what? Both insurance companies are not going to pay for the same services. I remember years ago in 1957, Craig, I had my appendix out and each of my parents had coverage. And back in those days, there was no coordination of benefits. It was perfectly legal. I think my parents made like a hundred bucks because they got duplicate payments. They made a hundred bucks from me getting my appendix out in 1957. Don't you think I should get some interest compounded over the years? Since 1957, sure. (laughs) We'll work on that. Mom, you owe me a million too. What's the story here? (laughs) Insurance companies uh, years ago started tuning into the fact that there was double coverage and they now have a thing called the COB, Coordination of Benefits. So why have double coverage if it's not going to do you much good? Perhaps you can use those same dollars through a flexible spending account or a cafeteria plan to buy those other services. Check with your HR person. They are not terribly good at communicating some of these options in some cases. Some cases there's manuals three inches thick, which finding it is the other problem. Now, another arena, Pat, with the degree of fraud that we're seeing these days, stolen identities, people that are using their credit cards with great frequency, 
you always want to be careful if perhaps there's either some monkey business taking place on your card or in the case of debit card transactions, you start to kind of uh, hover toward the uh, the bottom, so to speak. Many banks are now offering you account alerts via email or even a text message so that if all of a sudden you're coming perilously low in your balance for a debit card purchase or perhaps there's some fraudulent activity on your credit card, they've got a way of contacting you immediately. The Internet is a wonderful thing, and we can get some great messages, but there's also fraud. And an email from what looks like your bank or credit union is sometimes a fraudulent operation in Russia somewhere. And the worst thing you want to do is volunteer your account number, social security number, or anything else to what looks like, even with the proper insignias of the bank, you got to be very, very careful. But yeah, you're right. There is a lot of automated alerts that can give you messages about overdrawn or this is your balance. So debit cards, credit cards, just be very cautious how you use them. And I always double check with the bank themselves. I got a notice from my bank that said, look, there's a lot of emails going out with our insignia on there and it's not us. So sometimes you want to pick up the phone and call the toll-free number of your bank to corroborate that it really is your bank. In the fourth quarter, looking at the tax efficiency of our investments is certainly a critical thing to do as we prepare for the final opportunity to do some last-minute tax planning here. Toward that end, let's spend a moment talking about a number of key steps that we can take. One is toward the end of the year, and with so much push here toward the green movement, Pat, and saving energy, tax credits for things like energy-efficient improvements to one's home can be of great benefit. Yeah, you could get credit for old furnace or if you put windows in, water heaters, air conditionings. I want to just throw a note of caution out there. You've got to look at what the return on investment is, what's your ROI. And I've looked at solar, Craig, so many times in the last 15 or 20 years, and I just recently looked at it again, and I think the payback without... A nickel's worth of repair, which admittedly is unreasonable. Every system needs some kind of repair. So we all want to be green. We all want to use less energy. But some of these systems can be quite pricey. And we want to make sure that the money you're spending today is going to have a reasonable rate of return. Yes, we all want to have less oil barges coming in from the Middle East. But as long as there's a productivity, some fruitful use of those hard-earned monies you're plunking down today. Some of these solar systems, for example, charge $15,000, dollars $40,000 or more with the systems improving in, in efficiency, et cetera. Yeah, undoubtedly an individualized decision for each and every family, especially when you're talking about that kind of an investment. You're going to want to make sure you're going to be in the home long enough to be able to get an appropriate return on your dollars. Pat, tax efficiency of our investments, always a critical thing. Now, a number of years ago with great ballyhoo, Congress created something called the Roth IRA. And more recently, there's been a lot of excitement about the opportunity of converting that Roth. Spend a few minutes, if you would, talking to us a bit about to Roth, not to Roth, and when, if ever, does it make sense to convert to a Roth IRA? Craig, you're right. There's been a lot of hullabaloo about the Roth conversion. I've looked at it many, many, many times. If you listen to the senators, they would love to have all of us convert our pre-tax money to post-tax money tomorrow. The revenue into Washington, D.C. would open up the gates and be just lots of money pouring in. Not necessarily a good idea for you or me. The only one that really makes sense for, and here's the bottom line, Craig, does it make sense? And will you have a higher marginal tax bracket when you retire than when you're working today? My income is going to go down in retirement. Therefore, 
my marginal tax bracket will go down. But everything goes in cycles. Markets go up, markets go down. Tax brackets go up, tax brackets go down. So we don't know for sure what the tax bracket's going to be in retirement. We know for most of us, our income will drop with one exception. If Aunt Tilly is going to leave you $9 million, Craig, and I've heard she's talked about you as very, very fondly. You would be in a higher tax bracket. But for most of us, we don't have an antilly that's going to leave us a lot of money, and therefore our tax bracket is going to be a lot higher. Here's a cynical thought. Congress has promised you will never, ever, ever be taxed on the Roth for the rest of time. You could pass it on to your kids and their kids, yada, yada, yada. But I'm a little cynical. Congress has promised no tax. I'll never raise taxes again. No new taxes. How many times have we heard that? If 10 years from now, there is a trillion dollars in Roth. What's to say the Congresses of that time will not say, you know what, there's a lot of money out there. If we just put a 2% tax on that Roth money, nobody's going to really gripe about it. And you know what happens when they get starts out at two, Craig. Five years later, it's up to 12. So I'm a little cynical in that when somebody in Washington, D.C. promises they will never, ever tax this chunk of money, that makes me a little bit cautious. Please let me emphasize that tax professionals are not a part of staff, but we refer to professionals versed in those disciplines. Now, when it comes to the area of our investments, as much as we want to absolutely maximize the amount of money that we're setting aside in every manner and be cautious of the tax efficiency, I suppose a big part of that efficiency is taking advantage of the ability to use those pre-tax dollars in our investments. Should we maximize as best we can our 401k contributions? Participation in 401k or if you're self-employed, what's called a solo K, a 401k for one person companies, if you're a husband and wife, that's uh, considered one. Absolutely, you participate in this till it hurts your budget. There's no better way of paying less taxes than boosting your 401k contributions. And the limits have just gone way up. That's a handsome contribution without paying a nickel to Uncle Sam. So depending upon the structure of your company, the cash flow of what your family household is all about, I will say something favorable here. Congress has given us a wonderful opportunity to max out those plans and take care of ourselves in retirement. We know pensions are pretty much gone for most of us, Craig, and the Social Security system is is going to be a decreasing part of our income. So guess what? It's up to you and I to fund those 401ks, solo Ks. You're part of a hospital or a school system. It's a 403B. If it's part of a county or a state government, it's called a 457. It doesn't matter what any of those max out to those dollar levels. With that thought in mind, let's talk a bit about self-employed. A lot of self-employed people, because cash flow, of course, is always king when you own your own business tend to sometimes overlook the need for contributions to cover their own retirements. Speak to that for a moment, if you would. We get so wrapped up in helping everybody else, the uh, shoemaker's kids' shoes never get done. And so we want to be mindful that taking care of uh, you as as a self-employed person is critical. You don't do it. Guess what? It it ain't going to get done. (laughs) Nobody's going to do it for you. And so this is a good time of year before year end. You only have to establish one of these plans before 1231 of any year. You don't have to fund them, fund F-U-N-D, fund them until April 15th of the following year. Or if you file an extension, you have until 
October 15th. So if your cash flow gets tight towards the end of the year, which in many companies it, it does, just open up the framework for whatever you want to do and then fund it before April 15th or if you extend. Now, IRAs must be funded by April 15th, but solo Ks, defined benefit plans, money purchases, profit sharing, SEPs, all the others do not have to get funded until October 15th if you file an extension. So Lots more time to get some cash together to fund one of these plans for you and pay a lot less in taxes. Please let me emphasize that tax professionals are not a part of staff, but we refer to professionals versed in those disciplines. All right, heading down toward the end of our list of these top 10 financial to-do items here for the fall. One of the big things, Pat, we tend to always get ourselves in trouble over the holidays. We spend too much money. Is it a smart idea to start getting maybe the little bit of that money kitty put aside right now? You need to get a mindset before the crazy times of Christmas. You know, we've gone shopping in the past and you overspend and the conclusion is, well, it's Christmas. And you somehow that is supposed to justify overspending. And then you wake up January 2nd and you've got some bills that you didn't anticipate. And it takes you months to get out of that hole you've dug for yourself. While the um, calmness still is prevailing before you get into the frenzy of the holidays and the shopping, get some serious numbers written down. If you don't write the number down, Craig, it doesn't happen. So establish a budget for your family of how much you're going to spend and agree with you and your spouse or you're single. Just agree. That's the number. Number we're going to live with come hell or high water we're not going to spend more than that with that discipline you'll enjoy the holidays more there'll be less guilt and you'll wake up january 2nd feeling a whole lot better about not having dug yourself a hole and finally as we're wanting to do some nice things here during the holiday season and uh, perhaps preparing to buy a lot of goodies for ourselves and family maybe a good time to clean out the closets and donate what we don't need to less fortunate people. It certainly feels good to give to people who are not as blessed, and especially this year, Craig, when there are so many folks falling on hard times with a lot of charitable groups are starving for donations of cash, clothes, et cetera, et cetera. We all have stuff hanging around the house, whether it's old coats, whatever it is, donate it to one of those worthy causes before the end of the year. Makes you feel good, and financially, there's a great incentive. And of course, eliminating some of that old stuff makes room for the new stuff that'll be coming <laughs> Christmas time. If you've just joined us, a look at fall financial planning tips, a checkup, so to speak, as we head into the fall season. For more information, or if you have questions related to your own financial planning for retirement, call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE, 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E, or take advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review at any of the Bay Area offices of Proxy Freedom. Simply go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of the Bay Area offices of Proxy Freedom near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. 
Pat Bittucci Program guests and Craig Roberts are not affiliated with Proxy Freedom LLC or United Planners Financial Services unless otherwise noted on the show. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Proxy Freedom is not liable for any third-party content. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Advisory services offered through Proxy Freedom LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Proxy Freedom, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.